I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Hello, I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to have a glass of wine or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know next to nothing about the drink we love to quaff and that unbelievably there will be some types of vino out there we are not acquainted with. As we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to wine and drink along with us whilst we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdicts if we're going to spit or swallow so if it's gross we drank it so you don't have to it's definitely not just an excuse to drink a bottle of wine on a monday night heaven forbid Lou, how are you doing well i'll tell you what sally i'm very good thank you i'm in my bed oh, you sound uh, really I'm... business-like as well for somebody well, in my bed I'll tell you why, because I've just had a little drink and I feel like I could conquer the world. Oh, well, you should. My bed. You should From do. my bed. Mm. And are you going to? No, no. no. You're going but to carry I like on to drinking. pretend. Yes, I yeah. am, actually. I like to pretend that um, I can achieve something having just drunk... Um, uh, Send a few emails, slightly drunk. <laughs> okay, we know how well that works yeah. out for us. Yeah. We do well, that it does, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. But Jared's Christmas was bloody lovely. And he had... People may think that we were chatting to Jared in an aviary, well, mightn't they? Because mm. there were, I mean, there was definitely some bird singing going on in the background because he has two budgets. Yeah. But yeah, he but wasn't in stopped. an aviary, he was in his bedroom, wasn't he? Yeah, the bird stopped as soon as we stopped the recording, which was really annoying. Yeah. Um, but never mind. <laughs> but You're so, shaking you know, that have... bottle, aren't you, of um, mm. Baileys and chocolate? Chocolate Baileys, it's Belgian mm. chocolate with, oh. Now, I won't give it away. But I... <laughs> you're feeling you. You're looking quite merry. You've still, but your sock mm. on your head is still in place. I have got a sock on my head. Mm. If you if you haven't got a, a spare hairband, Sally, great way of keeping your hair up. Do you know what I always use when I haven't got? If I'm in a hotel room and I haven't got a hairband, a pair of knickers. Yeah, I find where the go through the leg. Yeah. you know where your leg goes through, and you can just tie it up and get in the shower, can't you? With a pair of knickers, quite happily. Yeah. Yeah. And then go out in it if need be. Don't do that. Don't do no. that. No, no, no. no. It looks silly. No. I went to Morrison's the other day with a sock on my head. Yeah, but Morrison's is opposite your home, isn't it? So, I mean, you could actually yeah. just get up and, like, make yourself a coffee at Morrison's, couldn't you? It's that close. Yeah, I could, actually. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. I feel joyous. I'll tell you what, though. I really Sound enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed that recording with it was our really fun. Jared, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Should we have a listen to it? Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> People heard that aha, didn't they, just then? I'm hoping that stays in the edit because that was an aha from our. There it is again. It's like, it's almost like we've got a bird or something joining oh, us today. Oh, gosh. Or a hairy. A hairy-faced bird. Mm, very hairy-faced. Oh, no it's a very rare bird, the hairy-faced bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so rare. It, but it's so from New Zealand. Rare. It's from New Zealand, it isn't is. it? The hairy-faced yeah, that's bird. Why, that's why I can't fly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a typical New Zealand bird, no flying. Lazy, that's what you're saying. Typical New Zealand bird, lazy. <laughs> and what I love about that is that we've sort of called you a hairy-faced lazy bird, but there are actually birds in the background. Yeah, Jared, I've got a couple Jared. of, I've got a couple of bloody budgies. You got a couple of bloody budgies, mate. Yeah, do mate. They, do they belong to you or are they your children's budgies? Um, well, I mean, who do they really belong to, right? Financially, yeah. I purchased them. Oh god, they're mm. for the up kids. A whole, excuse the pun. Can of yeah. worms here. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Jesus. For the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, it's my wife Amelia who does all the looking after of them, cleaning because mm. I. Uh, Can I be bothered? Um, But that's purely because um, we have got uh, a cat, a dog, two budgies, six guinea pigs, six fish. And, yeah, sometimes I get a text message in the morning from Amelia saying, um, uh, can you feed the guinea pigs? Can you put the guinea pigs out? Can you sort the birds out? Can you walk the dog? Can you do And I'm like, I'm a zookeeper. Can I just? I'm not even getting paid. Can I just um, butt in a minute? Because we haven't even introduced you, Jared. It doesn't. Oh. Who, some guests just don't need an intro. That's no, a good point. Right. We've got the zookeeper, Jared Christmas, yeah. with us. That's who you're we've like, got. You're like, who's that? You're like Steve Irwin, mate. You've got, like, you've, <laughs> He's come yeah. back. He's yeah. come back. Yeah. Have you, um, like, how many times has one of the animals died and you've had to replace it without telling the kids? Mm. Uh, the fish. The fish. Mm. Oh, my God, don't get fish. Fish are, uh, fish are the worst pets. Hazardous. High maintenance, yes. really high maintenance. Yeah. You get... Like no. <laughs> you uh, smell the same. <laughs> yes. Um, I think you've got a slightly better memory than the fish, though, Lou. Oh, I wouldn't say no, that. No, no, no. She's no. Well, 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 you, do, you do remember to go to the loo, whereas the fish just seem to oh. forget to wipe. They have stringy shit hanging out of their anuses all the Listen. time. You find me in that very same predicament right now, Jared. That's true. That, right, that my, true. We used to. I've killed so many fish. My, we used to have a goldfish that we used to. Kill. Uh, you've failed the interview, by the way. Oh. Yeah. To to own fish now, you've straight away failed. Uh, well, listen to this. My. We um we used to have a goldfish that my dad for some reason kept in a bowl on top of a unit in the dining room that we Perfect. just sort of forgot about, and then one day um I think my mum went Mick the fish is dead, and then the next thing because my mum's very sympathetic like that um my uh, my dad uh, went in gave the fish the kiss of life. Aww. And it lived for another six months. Oh, Mick. He went, that's, that's blew amazing. it up. Yeah, I know. My dad's do, like, Jesus. Do fish, do fish breathe like we breathe? No, I did, but he blew it. Well, he, what he did gills. is he... Did he blow into its yeah. gills? Yeah, gills. He wag- waggled it about a bit, and then he went, 
Louis. Do you know what he did, Lou? I tell you exactly. I'm going to ruin all your childhood. Oh now. no! He had, he had a new one, didn't he? Yeah. He had a new he one. He absolutely went out and got a new fish. Yeah. Totally. There's, there's no there's way, no way. Yeah. there's no way doing mouth-to-mouth on a fish who spends its life in the water... Breathing is, with its gills, yeah, I believe. Yeah, it's going to save it. Flap, your dead. dad flapping a dead fish is not going to bring it back to life. All these years you've thought you've just had a perfect father. He's a liar. Oh, do you know I never even thought of that? Oh my god! Do you think? Do you think that fish drank the drink of choice of Jared Christmas as well? Probably, probably. Who knows? Who knows? Jared, tell us your drink of choice for today. My drink of choice is Bailey's, and I've got a massive glass here. I'm not. Oh, I know you, Jared, and I know how much you love a Bailey's. Oh, and I don't bother with ice. I I don't know if you've done ice. Oh, I, I did ice. ice. Yeah, I've done ice. Yeah, it's gone. Um, oh, ruined. Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't the, put the Baylors in yet. So. I'll tell you for my reasons for why. Yeah. Um, because I don't, I keep my Baileys in the fridge, so it's already cold. Oh. Mm. Um, and I get ice. Ice is, I like Baileys with ice, but if I'm drinking at home, I don't bother with the ice because then I get mm. more in my glass. Oh. Yeah, so I'm so into it. I specifically did a stand-up routine, hoping that Bailey's would see me doing a stand-up routine about how amazing Bailey's is. And then you get hook, and hook me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not happening. That's, that's a slippery slope, isn't it? it is though, getting, slope. I mean, imagine. I mean, drinking Bailey's all the time and having to keep up with the <laughs> amount they send you. Yeah, imagine that, right? Um, but I'll tell you what has happened is. Um, friends of mine just buy me Baileys uh, for birthdays and stuff, um, and uh, like lazy friends uh-huh. who are like, "Oh, I Baileys is always on about Baileys." Um, so I just get and don't come at me with your variations on Baileys. Oh, I'll just oh. put this away then. Yeah, put, oh. is that the caramel one? No, it's chocolate. Chocolate. Look, I'm okay with the chocolate and I'm okay with the caramel, but you you can shove the pumpkin one right up your a hole. Pumpkin. I yeah, didn't even they know bring there out was a, a pumpkin. They bring one. out a pumpkin spice one. What for Halloween? Probably. Yeah, probably. Oh, oh, yeah, but no. What is pumpkin spiced? It's yeah. just rubbish. That they do that in coffee, don't they? In yeah. Coffee shops, they do pumpkin Starbucks. or whatever. Yeah. It's the Americanisation of proper British drinks, mm. Sally. <laughs> <laughs> that classic British Baileys. Yeah, well, Irish. Sorry, Irish. Yeah. This um, this one is left over from Christmas. I don't, Perfect. I don't think I actually had any of this. My niece bought it for me. Uh, I think she drank most of it. Irish cream liqueur with real Belgian chocolates. I mean, that's what happens when you stay in the EU, Lou. Mm. You get Ooh. Belgian chocolate in your Irish mm. Baileys. Yeah. We have to pay import taxes for all of that now, don't we? <laughs> now I've yeah. got, I've just gone classic Baileys, classic standard, Baileys. But I did put some ice in it before we. And spoke, you did so. put it in a in a glass with daisies on it, which yeah, is beautiful. Yeah, like yeah, all round glass. I've, well, I'm drinking from glasses that my dad bought me when he first came to the UK when I was living over here, and uh, me and my dad drink whiskey together. And uh, he was like, I'm going to get you some proper bloody whiskey glasses. And so he took, we went into Harrods. <gasps> and he was like, I'm going to get you whiskey glasses from here. And I'm like, oh, I don't think my dad's ever been to Harrods. I'm not sure he quite understands the price level. Mm. Um, yeah, and it was just all the glasses were, you know, crystal, all that sort of nonsense. Really expensive until 
you know, and I was saying to him, don't worry about it, mate. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it until we found a table of whiskey glasses for sale that were half crystal, half glass. Nice. And my dad was like, I'm getting those. And I was like, good. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like a decent amount of money, maybe 50 quid. But And that's when the New Zealand dollar was probably, I mean, it was ouch, like 30 three to, to one. a pound. Was it three mate, to one? Then yeah, 150 one. bucks he dropped on a couple of glasses. Oh, And wow. you know what? Before he left, I gave him the gift of dropping one on the floor in front of him. Shat it. Oh, no. But no like, five. Every good father would probably have had a spare one up his sleeve <laughs> and <laughs> pretended that he's given it the kiss of life and then just produced it as if it hadn't really yeah. been dropped. What's, yeah. important, what's important, Lou, is that you've got over this. Yeah. No, I can't believe you've just said that to uh, me. Lou, this, a yeah. very similar thing happened to me when I was five years old. I really wanted a white cat and um, we got one and it was deaf um, and uh, well, there was one day where I said to the cat called Frosty, um, tomorrow you're going to the vets to get your balls whopped off. And the next day, Frosty was gone. And I oh. thought Frosty had understood me and had legged it. And uh, for years, whenever I saw a white cat, a little part of my brain would go, Frosty, even to the point when I was in the United Kingdom. And I saw a white cat. Part of me, like a tiny, tiny recessed childhood part of me were frosty. And I went, I was hanging out with my parents and my brother, like, I don't know, must have been about 2006, 2007. So a good, um, what are we talking? A good almost 20 years after Frosty had run away. And I said to them about it you know we're all having some drinks and you know i said about this is weird i got this no matter when i see a white cat i automatically think frosty because that cat run away and i can't believe uh i've got guilt from saying to the cat we're going to chop your balls off and that's why the cat ran away and my parents looked at each other and were like what the hell are you on about and uh my dad said no run over that cat back <laughs> in he said i was back now the driveway and ran it over and my brother was asleep in the car and my dad swore him to secrecy, said not a bloody word. And I'm like, what? And then my mum said to me, but the cat was deaf. It wouldn't have heard you anyway. Like, <laughs> how ridiculous that you've clung on to this for so long. And I'm like, you killed Frosty! Oh, so I, I know your pain, Lou. I know your pain of years later finding out. But the thing was, the cat was... The cat was deaf, so it wouldn't have hear, heard the car. Mm, cats you know? have secret, like, special features. Not features. <laughs> not, they're not like cars. Secret, you know I mean? special secret sensory. <laughs> sensory, yeah. that's the word I'm looking for. It also had different coloured eyes, like David Bowie. Oh, oh it yeah. was fucked. Yeah. You've been hit before, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. That's why when it got run over, it was singing under pressure. Oh. Yes, this is the difference between your parents and my. <laughs> just, I just heard that. <laughs> Very funny. Um, this is the difference between your parents and my parents. When Snowy the rabbit died, and they they buried him in the uh, him. I don't know in the garden. It. It. Did you have a um, non-gender specific rabbit? Yeah, even back then. That's amazing. Very You're so progressive. My, very ahead of my time. <laughs> and, um, in the garden. Then that night, the fox came and dug the bunny up because um, and they buried it deep enough, and you know, and tore the bunny apart. And then, rather than my parents lying to me, just told me, "Oh yeah, the fox um, dug it up." And and so maybe that's the reason why I'm. <laughs> 
emotionless. Well, our parents have all <laughs> no. shaped us, haven't they? Yes. Well, cheers, yeah. cheers to that, guys. Cheers, cheers to dead cheers. pets. Yeah, cheers, cheers to <laughs> dead pets and dead fish. I can't Snowy, believe Frosty just... and the fish. There we go. It didn't even have a name. Frosty and the fish sounds like a great band. Mm. I'd go and see Frosty and the fish. Oh, what about yeah. Snowy? Snowy the rubber. Uh, but Snowy and the fish, Frosty and the fish, mm-hmm. Frosty and Snowy. That's a that's a Christmas time movie, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're right. You're I had right. um I had a rabbit called Fluffy, which you've just reminded me about. Is that have you still got that rabbit called Fluffy? Like? Ah, 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 ah. Is it in your is it in your hey, cabinet? Yeah. Fluffy. <laughs> or do you say Fluffy's name more like this? Fluffy. No, I only ever used my personal rabbit once. Nearly chopped the clit off. I'm <laughs> glad you've got a. Can I? I'm glad you've got a personal rabbit. Like there's a library for public rabbits that you can book one out. Massive ones that came with a battery pack the size of the ones you'd put in your car, and I, I lowered myself onto it because the only way you could use it is to back onto him like a dust cart. Sneezed at the same time, nearly clipped it off. It. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't expect to ever tell you that, Jared, Jared but there you go. I'm delighted. Yes. I'm going to change the subject. Um, I'm going to ask you I'm going to ask you about your drinking habits. Go on. Where, what was your first drink that you had? First alcoholic beverage, yeah. your training drink? Yeah. Um, well, I didn't drink until I was 20. Um, and, you know, I tasted, I didn't like the taste of beer. I didn't like the taste of wine. I didn't take, like the taste of spirits or anything like that. So I just thought, why are people doing this? I have fun. You know, this is when I was a teenager. I was like, I have fun without alcohol. Why am I forcing myself to drink something I don't like the taste of? Um, but the first drink, alcoholic drink that I got drunk on, my first drunk experience, champagne. Oh. Yeah. La di da. Fancy. Yeah, I did a. Um, I was in an improv group in Christchurch, New Zealand, called the Court Jesters, and we quite often did sort of corporate events. And one of these corporate events we did was at a fancy hotel, um, where uh, they were showing corporate clients from room to room, I guess. And in each room was one of us improvisers. Um, I was in the bath, right, in this oh, really nice spa bath mm-hmm. uh, with bubbles and everything. But they got all the timing wrong. So I was told they'd be the first lot of people coming through at six. So I get into this spa bath, but I take turn all the power off. Oh, no. Because I want it to be real. Like, they walk into the room mm. and the power's on. They're like, well, something's going to happen here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm in a hot bath, completely dark. And I'm, I, I don't want to get out of the bath to get a drink of water which is weird. I could have drunk from the tap. But anyway, there was a bottle of champagne next to me. Um, so I just started sipping that, and I quite liked the taste of it. Uh, and they were 45 minutes late. No. And I sat in a hot, unventilated bath in the dark, <laughs> drinking champagne. And because I'd not been drunk before, I didn't realise how easy it is to get drunk. I, I usually did half that bottle before they arrived. Um and then after the event, uh, we all went downstairs and the manager of the venue was like, we've got all this champagne left over. Uh, so me and the other performers, who we were all mates of mine, we just sat in a fancy conference room and drunk champagne. 
Why didn't you get back in the bath? I'd have just gone. <laughs> I got kicked out of the room. I had to leave the room. Oh. But my face was bright red for the rest of the say. night because I was so hot and so drunk. And dehydrated. Yeah, probably. I was about All to use that word. All dehydrated, yeah. Oh. And it was nine o'clock on, I think it was like a Friday because I remember then meeting up with a friend of mine who had never seen me drunk and we were just going to watch a movie at home. And so I show up to block, we go to block passes, I'm hammered. And I just bump into so many people I know along the way. And all of them are like, you're, you don't drink, you're drunk. I was just hammered. I was having such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I moved to the United Kingdom and, you know, it's kind of a way of life over here, isn't it? It sort of yeah. is in New Zealand a bit though, isn't it? I mean, it's a drinking yeah. culture over there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I, I mean, I look, I haven't been there for ages, but my memory of my mates, their drinking was just getting blasted on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like really, really blasted on the weekend. Um, and the thought of going for a drink just after work or something like that sounded, sounded weird to me. And when oh. I first got a job over here, uh, a tally sales job on my first oh, day, yeah, it was awful. Fluorescent lighting tubes. Oh, Jesus. really? Yeah, mm. bringing people oh. up going, oh, my hi, God. Uh, have you considered upgrading your fluorescent lights? And I'm like, no. no. Bye. no. Um, anyway, my first day, the other guys in the office were like, hey, do you want to come to the pub for lunch? I was like, oh, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm, not, I'm not thirsty. And they said, what are you on about thirsty? I was like, oh, do they do food? And they're like, no, I'll do crisps. I'm like, then why are we going to the pub? And they're like, because we're going to have a couple of pints. And I was like, that is weird. But that was a daily occurrence. So. I suppose as well in New Zealand, from like people who I know are from New Zealand, it's more they'll go and have a game of touch rugby or something after yeah, work, won't they? Have some beers after the game. Yeah, yeah, rather than going straight to the pub, they'll go and have yeah. some sort of sporting. They'll all be quite sporty <laughs> and do something, won't they? I think it's physical. Maybe that's why New Zealand's so good at rugby, is that it's they... all built around having a drink. Like everyone's like, I want to have a drink, but we've got to wrap it around a sporting event. Yeah. Because otherwise people will think I've got a problem. Yes. Oh, thank God I'm not yeah. fit in any way, shape or form and I don't have to do any physical activities to have a drink. Look at me. I'm in you're, bed. You're so, in bed drinking a chocolate Baileys. I absolutely am. And so, can I just say, I'll drink Sally, to that. I'll drink to cheers. that. Cheers. Um, Sally, you sounded like Sue Lawley then when you Did said I? about the touch rugby. Touch rugby? Sounded, yeah, you sounded a really touch of rugby. Yeah, I, do, I was like, who are you fooling? Touch you rugby. Know, no, you didn't say it like that. You went touch rugby. You said it really fast. Yeah. You said it more like you said it more like touche rugby. Yeah. You have a game of touch rugby like that. That's it. it. Yeah. 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 It's like, who are you trying to impress? Me? I know, Jared. I'm trying to impress Jared. Oh, you don't have to impress me. Can oh. I just say, Please I do. think this Bailey's is like a dessert. This yeah. is like I feel like I'm having my pudding. Mm-hmm. Before I'm having anything else, mate, I call it an adult milkshake. Mm. Oh, good one, good one. Yeah. So, Jared, Jared, yes. Jared, Jared, tell us yes. some drug stories. That's what. <laughs> so, I used to live uh, near the Mayor's Building in London. So, right, right near Tower Bridge, right. and just after the Mayor's Building was oh, built. Oh, the Mayor's Building. Sorry. I oh, why? What did you hear? I heard. Mayor's building. I and did I as well. I, I was pretending I knew where it was. The, so when you went to so that's what I said, the mayor. Mayor's building. I the mayor of London. 
Yeah. Me. Right. Please. Continue. Wait. How do you want me to say it? Mayor. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. But that's a female yeah. horse. <laughs> Meh. Well. Yeah. Go on. How do you say on. the name of a female horse? Me. Meh. As well. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> anyway, the elected leader of London's uh, building. Thank you. <laughs> now I understand. Um, they use the top floor for a lot of parties. And I uh, had got her coming back from a from a gig. I got out at London Bridge Station, and there was a pub called the Elusive Camel straight across the road from it. And um, that was like my, I guess, my local. Um, and there was a bunch of South African guys working in there who I got along with very well. So I popped in to have a drink uh, with them before heading home. And one drink turned to two, three, four. And then we noticed all these really flash cars pulling up and dropping off very well-dressed people um, who were all going over to the elected leader of London's building. Uh, and then some of them came into the pub and they said that they'd been to the, uh, uh, the Leicester Square opening night of Tom Cruise's film Minority Report and that the after party was on the top floor across the road. And so one of the barmen says, uh, I'll give you a free drink if you hook us up with tickets. And the guy just laughed and just handed us this bunch of tickets to get into the after party. So 11 o'clock comes, they shut the pub down, and we all go over to the, to the mayor's building. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's a heap of security on the door because supposedly Tom Cruise is coming along, right? And um, we rock up and we've got tickets, but the security guys are really suspicious, you know, because they're going, how did you, one of them was, how did you get these tickets? And I had a couple of drinks in me and I just, I remember saying to him something like, why are you questioning us, man? We've got, we got tickets. Tickets mean we get in. Like, why are you questioning us? And then he quite rightly pointed out, that everybody else is wearing suits and <laughs> evening wear. And he said, I'm now looking at five guys. Sure, you're wearing jeans and a T-shirt, but these other guys are in shorts and polo shirts that say elusive camel on them, which is the pub straight across <laughs> the road. And, uh, and I said, what, does that stop us from getting invited? Yeah. We were invited. And uh, I spun some bullshit story that the elusive camel, camel pub uh, was used as a production base during during the filming. And as soon as I just dropped production base, blah, blah, you know, a little bit of knowledge, the guy was like, either he was like, I don't care, and just sent us in, or he was really impressed. I think it was probably the first one. He was like, I, I, I couldn't give a shit, mate. So we go up, and it is free booze everywhere. Wow. DJ, great views. I mean, the mayor of London <laughs> has done very well. Yeah. That's a great location. Yeah. Um, and we're just amongst all this hoi polloi. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, um, we end up becoming friends with the, the catering staff because they're all going, uh, you, you look like you don't belong here. And we were like, we snuck in. Um, and they were like, this is amazing. So once that after party ends, the elusive camel guys said, we'll have a lock-in over the road. Oh. So all the catering staff come across the road and they bring loads of the booze that, had been open but not drunk. So we're in a pub drinking booze from the Minority Report after party, and there was probably 30 of us in there. 
And I remember looking at the clock and it was 6 a.m. Great. Nice. And going, I should, I should go home. Mm. And then the next thing I remember is my flatmate waking me up. I was in the shower and it was 8.30 in the morning. Oh. And I was slumped in the corner in the shower. Uh, fully you naked. What, you fully naked. Happened. I have no idea. My house was like five, not even a five-minute walk from the park. Okay. Um, you look like a scene from like one of those movies. From the Minority where, Report. Yeah, yes. like when somebody's been like had a really horrible night and they've just taken all the clothes off and they're trying to regroup in the shower, you know. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you were in a coma. I was totally in a blackout coma. My flatmate was like, I've got to have a sh- I've got to go to work. Do you know what I mean? And he's just shaking me. I'm like, ah. And he's like, I thought you were dead. I was like, no, it's a minority report thing. Um, and I remember going upstairs to my room, drying off and looking at my hands and they were all pruny. I must have been in that shower for like an hour running? and a half. Was the yeah. water running? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I wasn't just in a... The shower was on and I was... Oh. A, I think I was dreaming of being in a waterfall. Wow. Um, or oh, we. So yeah. Or oh, we. Someone was pissing on me, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I have very little recollection of that that night. And that, I think that's truly the only time I've achieved blackout status. Well done. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you yeah. meet – do you remember if Tom Cruise was there? Tom Cruise absolutely was not there. None no, of the of actors were there. Not. Of course not. Of course, of course they were Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. None of the actors were there. Um, but I do remember uh, just taking the piss out of so many fancy people. Um but doing it with all the catering staff. Because some of them, I saw someone treating someone really rudely. I remember that. And so I think I ended up just, you know what comics are like? You know, you gravitate towards the underdog. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was just hanging out with it. I remember hanging specifically near the door where all the all the hors d'oeuvres were coming out of. May and I I'll get you? I get first grabs at that. Well right. done. Well we done. need to know exactly what hors d'oeuvres you had first uh, grabs on. Don't know. Need to know that. Don't know. I do. I need yeah, to know. I'm not at breakfast. Don't know. But I you're need... talking to a you're talking to a bloke who'd be delighted at one of those parties if the hors d'oeuvres were sausage rolls. That would rock my world. Yeah. yeah. Funny, instead of a you... instead of a salmon blini, which I'd, I'll I'll chuck in my mouth anyway, but I'd enjoy a sausage roll more. Oh yeah, sausage roll. Yeah. You need, and also you need to line your stomach a little bit before oh, the totally. free booze, don't you? Totally. I wonder who the people there were then. I guess they're crew and crew. Spot, yeah. I don't know if they were crew. They didn't have the vibe of crew. No, because um, you would have gravitated towards crew, I reckon. Wouldn't yeah, you? and those those premieres attract all sorts of sponsors. I reckon people sponsors from businesses yeah. who have put a bit of money yeah. in it, isn't it? And they're and just. To, a, to be fair, I've now met proper posh people. And yeah. looking back on it, they were just people who had dressed up probably for a going, oh, my God, I can't believe we're going to the Monitor mm. premiere and we get to go to an after party. And, they, and then, they, then there was Dickhead in the corner going, look at these fucking pricks. <laughs> it was chomping on a volibon. Yeah. <laughs> I get three dibs into the invincible camel, I do. What do you <laughs> get? <laughs> who's, the posh, who's the posh people that you're hanging out with? And Am I like, hanging out? Well, look, I live and in And what a, did you drink with, with these posh people? Um, 
I uh, I went on, <laughs> on a pheasant hunt. Of course, of course you did. You did. Yeah, 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 as you do. Um, For the listener, I wasn't, Jared I wasn't lives in the countryside. I wasn't allowed a gun. No, this was before I moved out. It was. Oh, uh, this is what made you move out. More pheasant hunting. Yeah, more please. pheasant. More death of birds. Mm. Um, I wasn't allowed. Look like Henry VIII. Anyway, go on. Uh, are you saying I'm overweight? <laughs> no, no, it's the beard and the the hair, like. And all the killing of my wives. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, please proceed. Um, yeah, uh, I wasn't allowed a gun. I had I, to be a, yes. I had to be a beater. Oh, and oh yeah, proper. Yeah, Hello. and and the one guy that I knew there um, had a hip flask of, of whiskey, and we it was like eight thirty in the morning, and he was like, "Look, just, it's going to be a long day." Mm-hmm. So I had a couple of tokes on that, and then um, I just kept making jokes of saying to all these posh old blokes, "I was like, oh, do you want me to go and beat off in that forest there, in that, <laughs> that bit of bush? Do you want me to beat off over there?" Um, and uh, one guy took a sip of whiskey, really posh old bloke, uh, took a sip, sip of whiskey and he was like, oh, I, I, I do enjoy the, the feeling uh, that this whiskey gives me in my, in my tummy. And I said to him, you probably just need a shit, mate. <laughs> and he was like, dreadful language, dreadful language. I was like, okay, what did you want me to say? Crap, should I go beat off in the forest? Um, <laughs> And then we had this big meal afterwards and, you know, everyone's quaffing very expensive wine and all that. And I did really enjoy myself, but that was the first time I'd been around super, super posh people. Uh, I've got quite a few posh mates, right? Believe it or not. And I think they wheel me out as their little favourite little bit of common. You know, yeah. they're like, oh, oh, Lulu, do tell us another one of your hilarious anecdotes about bloody about how little money you've got. Yeah. Yes, oh, tell us we're in sad... touch with the common people. Yes, look, just... I've got one. I've got one. <laughs> yes, the sad but... story about how Daddy replaced your little goldfish without <laughs> you knowing, <laughs> not letting the, that go. The nature of what we do is we hang out with people of all class and description, don't we? Like we've got comedians that we really like who mm-hmm. are absolutely posh bollocks mm-hmm. um but and you know there's obviously there's there's you know i've got no uh i'm not against all of them i know some that are really nice <laughs> i mean there is posh and there's posh though isn't there those kind oh, yeah. of pheasant hunting yeah posh they're a, they're in a almost on a different planet of posh oh yeah they, big they? time yeah big time. that one was that was and there was another time um I, I did some work for Griff Reese Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, he was developing a uh, a new TV format, and his assistant saw me in a comedy club, and they paid me to go to Griff Reese Jones's house and you know sit with him and Clive Anderson uh, and and a couple of other people and try and develop this idea for Griff Reese Jones, and it was a lot of fun. And his house is insane, um, and so I did a week there. Uh, and it was incredible. It was really good fun, and they paid me. And more importantly, they gave us really good lunches. Mm-hmm. He, had a, oh. he had a private chef who would just of cook amazing. Anyway, so it was a great experience. I then get invited to his Christmas party, mm-hmm. and uh, I took the night off from Birmingham Jonglers. Mm-hmm. Um, to That's go a risk. With... That's a risk. To Huge risk. Yeah. You know, that was Christmas money, like yeah. 400, 450 quid. That's a lot yeah. of money. And 
this is a key point is that me and my wife Amelia at this point had no money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've taken a night off from work. Uh, me and Amelia are going there and we have got maybe 30 pounds between us. Oh. Nothing else. Do you know what I mean? Like until I, a couple of days later, I was getting paid. So we're like, we're down to our last 30 bones, right? Wow. Let's go and enjoy this party at Griff. The whole plan was Griff Jones' house. We knew the, uh, the resident pianist at the American bar at the Savoy Hotel. Mm-hmm. And it was when the Savoy Hotel, uh, it was the last night of the Savoy Hotel before they closed for massive refurbishment. So our friend had said, come along, I'll put your name on the, on the guest list. So we're like, okay, so we're going to go to Griffey Changes House and then we're going to go to the American Bar in the Savoy, um, but we've only got 30 pounds. So we've got to be really, we're doing one drink at the American Bar. Anyway, Griffey Jones's place was incredible. My wife, Amelia, knew, knew more people there than I did because she's in uh, book, She was, at the time she was in book publishing PR and arts PR. So she there were all these artists and journalists there that she knew. And I thought... I'm showing up to a comedian's house. I'm going to know. I don't know anyone, right? She's the one who's like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. So we have an incredible time there. And um, they were only serving white wine because they had uh, white white floors, right. white carpet, and white, okay. uh, where the, the couple of the rooms that the party was in, white floorboards. Mm-hmm. And I did my thing of chatting up the the catering staff. Of course. And I was like, I'm from New Zealand. I can only drink Pinot Noir. And, um, <laughs> <Lanka. laughs> yeah, exactly. And one of them was like, yeah, we, we're not doing red wine because we don't want any of it to get spilled. And I was like, I'm not going to spill any red wine. And so they gave me a small glass of red wine. Oh no. Yeah. And I accept it from them and I turn and immediately oh. someone walks into my hand and no. red wine just fucking everywhere. And all of us are just staring at this red wine splashed onto white, immaculate white floorboards. And like <laughs> 10 catering staff just leap onto it. I've got, I grab a bottle of white wine because I remember something about pouring white wine onto red wine, no. dilutes it or something. So I'm about to dump that on. They're like, you've done enough. You've done enough. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well. We're not going to be friends. No. Uh, and also at the same time going, it, it wasn't my fault. Like, that, I was turning and someone, anyway, um, we were the last to leave. Oh, uh, Of course we were, because mm-hmm. I tell you what, the, uh, the hors d'oeuvres they were doing around that I was about to say, place. you still managed to get the hors d'oeuvres, right. even though you would absolutely right. piss the they were doing, um, They were doing uh, mini lamb chops. Ooh. You know, just pick up, pick up the bone and just... Uh, you'll like this phrase, suck it off. And uh, that was aimed at Lou. Yeah. Thank you. Lou, Lou loves sucking off a lamb. Um, <laughs> and, and so, unbeknownst to me, Amelia's told all these journalists, said, Oh, we're going to go to the American bar. And they're like, Oh, we'll come as well. I know such and such, and I know such and such. So, we leap into a taxi with a journalist from the Times, and I don't know these people. And I'm looking at the taxi fare going, ah, uh, this is this is going to be like 20 quid. That's oh. most of our, but the journalist paid for it. So we're like, yeah. And then we get to the American bar. There's a massive queue of people. And the journalist and his mates join the queue. And 
I said, we're, uh, we're just going to go straight in. And they're like, no, no, no. I think we all have to queue. And I was like, oh, we're just going to, we're just going to chance it. You know, I was like, I'll just, we'll just, you know, we'll charm our way in. And of course we get up to the front, our names on the list. So we go straight in and, you know, it's, it's amazing in there. Our friends on the piano, people are singing and dancing. It's incredible. Me and Amelia are like, we've only got 30 quid. We had two glasses of wine each and we nursed that. And we were sitting with our friends, parents and family. And we're like, we're not getting involved in drinking any of their drink. We don't want to be looped into this. Let's just split the bill nonsense. So we made it very clear. Oh no, we're just having these drinks. We're just having these drinks. They were going crazy. Champagne, vodkas, all of it. They're going, people are going mental in there. Like last night in Singapore, before the fall of Singapore, you know, people are just going like it's the last night on earth. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, the pianist's mum, comes up to me and says, um, we're all taking a Savoy cocktail menu uh, because they'll be worth money when they when this place closes. <gasps> so she hands me one, right? She goes, don't tell anyone. So put that in, right? And, uh, and then at the end of the night, the bar manager comes over. The, the receipt is massive. And he brings it over and he... Uh, goes, all right, we've got to settle up the bill now. And so they all go, all right, well, we'll, we'll just split it. There's 10 of us. No. There was only eight no. of them. They were including no. me and Amelia. And mm. I was about to go, no, no, no. And then the bar manager goes, rips up the receipt. No. And he goes, throws it over his head. And he goes, it doesn't matter tonight. And me and Amelia were like, fuck. No. We've had three hours where we could be getting hammered. Mate, and I said to the guy, well, no, Amelia said to the guy, how much longer are we allowed to be in here? And he went, we've got to kick everyone out in about 45 minutes. And we were, boom, straight up to the bar, just chucking it back, chucking it back. I led a conga line. (laughs) Around the Savoy. Around the American bar of the Savoy, because I just blitzed some drinks. You know when you're just like, you've got a deadline and the shit's free. Get it in. (laughs) Um, And then, so we leave. You know, we leave the, the Savoy Hotel. People are getting into private cars. They're getting into taxis. And me and Amelia walked down the strand. Her feet were sore. Oh. Uh, and I didn't want her walking uh, in bare feet. So I took my shoes off and gave her my socks and then put my shoes back on. My shoes were too big for her. There was no oh. way she was going to wear them, all right? Let's get that out of the way first. Um so after a while, my feet are blistering. Her feet are frozen cold. Oh. We're standing at a bus going, we've just had an incredible night. And now we're going to wait 30 minutes for a fucking night bus. You know, and I remember being on the bus with her uh, and we were just talking over how incredible the night was. And we're like, we've lived someone else's life. Like we've actually, after bus fare, we've got fucking 20 pounds left for the night. Wow. Until I get paid in two days time. You know, just going, this is mental. It's someone else's life. And then uh, a phrase that a comedian, Steve Williams, had said to me just popped into my head and it summed the whole thing up, which is champagne dreams on a lemonade budget. Oh, I love that. And that was absolutely what it was. And we were buzzing and it didn't bother us that we were getting the bus home or anything like that. It was just like, I can't believe we've had that night when we've... When we've barely got thirty pounds between yeah. us, yeah, those nights you know? are great. I love that as well. The, the idea crazy. of living someone else's life. 
It really, it genuinely felt like that. Genuinely felt like that. And our friend who's a pianist is a gigging pianist. Do you know what I mean? He's not, you know, he's not, well, you know, not at the time. He wasn't connected. He wasn't famous or anything like that. He was just, he was a really, really good musician who landed a gig at the Savoy. Nice. So it wasn't as if we were, you know, tapping into someone heavily connected or anything like that. You know, and I'd just done a bit of work for Griff Reese Jones, and that was the only reason we yeah. ended up having this insane night. So annoying, though. You never want to assume that somebody else will pick up the bill. No. But equally, when, you, when you're in your head and you're like, I've, I've li- this is all the money I have, yeah. so do you know what? I'm going to enjoy myself and sip my water. And then the fury when somebody comes <laughs> on and goes, oh, no, I'm going to pay for this. Just like, oh, my God. Well, oh. done on, well done on going, though, because you could have just gone home, couldn't you, and got yeah. like, about 30 yeah. quid. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, and what I what I like about, I mean, there's a lot of things I like about my wife Amelia, but she is, and always has been adventurous. Uh, you know, obviously with kids, you know, we can't tap into that side of us as much anymore. But certainly back then, it was like, ah, oh, but I've got, I've got this gig, and it pays four hundred quid. So maybe, we, and she was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. We're going to Griff Reese Jones's Christmas party. And actually, when we were walking to his house, um, I said, I can't remember which house is his, you know, because it was all in a big block of posh flats. I was like, I can't remember the number. Oh, no. And we round the corner and she said, do you think it's the house with the brass band outside? <laughs> and then there was an eight-piece brass band Lovely. doing Christmas music. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's probably How it. nice. It'd be nice to be able yeah. to put on a party like that as well. Oh, oh, we'll oh, do that one day, Sam. One day. Yeah. The, spit, the spit or swallow Christmas yeah. party is going to yeah. be And the insane. brass band will be just loose Yeah. And we'll just have Jared outside, like, Chucking red wine on people as they yeah. walk past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. have to um, design a cocktail for you. We've got yes. a listener. We've got a listener st- um, drunk story, but I think the cocktail. We've got the name of Jared's cocktail, which what has got it? to be Champagne Dreams. With hasn't it really Champagne yeah. Dreams? But yeah, we've got to um, nick that line and Sally, did that. Did you? The Bath Comedia had a cocktail named after you, didn't they? Oh yeah. Because they had one named after me as well. They did. Oh, but, I have to ask them. Yeah, they yeah. did. But um, I was like, Jared Christmas is not a name for a drink. Oh yeah, it was. It was. They just called us the. the it was called yeah. the Jared Christmas or the Sally Ann Hayward. What was it? in like, your Jared Christmas then? What was in that? I can't remember, but it didn't sell very well because of the name Christmas being in there. People think yeah. it's like a Christmas. Drink. Yeah, like cinnamony or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whereas the Sally Ann Hayward just, went off. That's yeah. like a. It's, you know, that it's the name, Sally Ann Haywood is a great name for a cocktail, I think. It's up there with the old fashioned or the Tom Collins. I'll have a Tom Collins and a Sally Ann Haywood. Yeah. yeah. It works. Oh. Give me two seconds. A Lou Conran works. Oh, yeah, a Lou Conran. I'll, I'll have a Jim Beam and Coke and a Lou Conran. Oh, God. Oh, that's that's been said many times. Yeah, I my, my, my juice would just be wretched. Yeah, it would be. Oh, God. Jared, I think you'd have champagne. I think you'd have a Kia Royale in it because of the red. The red. The uh-huh. red, yeah, yeah. A cherry. It needs to be a bit of lemonade in there to cheapen oh, it up. Do you yes. think we need to sort of be stereotypical and have a bit of kiwi fruit on the side as yeah. you're from New Zealand? Yeah, maybe. just yeah. like on, you know, instead of the lemon on the side, have a bit of kiwi fruit, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and actually, there's a really good New Zealand uh, vodka out there, isn't there? Oh, is yeah. there? 42, 42 below. Oh, that would go in it. 
Yeah, chuck I, some vodka in that champagne. Yeah, yeah champagne, Ooh. a little, a dash of vodka, some Kia Royale. <gasps> Served on no a platter with a, with a no tiny bailers. little, a miniature lamb chop, which I'm finding a little bit disturbing because how small was the lamb when it was? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it wasn't tiny, tiny. It was like a. But how they'd done it was you just picked it up and went. <laughs> Sucked it off. Ah. Beautifully cooked then, wasn't it? <laughs> there you go, Lou. Another. Sally, shall I read the list of the Sucked story? it off, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> we are basically, Jad, think... we ask our listeners to send in their drunk stories. Amazing. It makes us all feel a little bit better about ourselves. Yeah, a bit, yeah. A bit. I, I think that Jared has got completely the wrong idea about me. <laughs> no, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. <laughs> Can't do it anymore because I've broken my jaw. Jenna in Oslo. <laughs> Hello, Oslo. Oslo. Oh. Now the Norwegians. Mm, they, they know how drink. to. They, they know drink how to. Twenty-four-seven. Yeah, yeah. Beat, beat off in a bush. I drank. We'll just whole, breeze over that comment. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I drank a whole box box of Riesling once that I left my shoes and bag in the nightclub I was at in Australia. Oslo wow. in Australia. I left said nightclub, realised my mistake, started crying. Oh, we've all been there. Sat down on the street, smelt the wafts of freshly baked bread. Mm. Mm. Got up, this is very precise, got up, followed the smell like Hansel and Gretel following actual breadcrumbs. This is quite poetic. Yeah. I found the bakery and they gave me a whole loaf of bread. Of course they did, you drunk woman. I sat on the bench and pulled the warm bread out in hunks hunks mm. not was she chunk, eating that chunks. bread in chunks of ryan chunks. gosling yeah mm. Ooh, fuck it mm. i'd eat that oh, fuck it. Mm. Oh. shoveling it in my mouth and watching the sun come up i would do that to ryan gosling my <laughs> hostel <laughs> sorry you'd but... surely you'd want to see his moon come up Oh. oh, I'd see anything of his come up. My hostel was only down the... Just his head popping up between my joyous thighs. My hostel joyous. was only... Joyous yeah, they thighs. would be. They would be. All of you would be joyous. Would be. Yeah, it really would, would. would. My hostel was only And would down you have Ryan Reynolds teabagging you at the same time? She'd have the sound of those budges in the background as well. You know what? She'd, know have what the, she'd have the Ryan double. Yeah, I would. I'd have Ryan Reynolds' balls in each eye socket so that it left my senses to just kind of, like, go with it. I'd be able to smell everything. I'd be able to feel everything. I'd be in, I'd be in bollock heaven. Uh, my hostel was only down the road, so I slaunted, slaunted, sauntered. The Baileys is going well, isn't it? I sauntered back there, slept it off, and went back to the nightclub the following night to retrieve my bag and shoes. It did mean that I missed my trip to Uluru, but swings and roundabouts. There we go. Nice. There I mean, go. I don't want to bring you up. It's actually pronounced Uluru. Uh, Mears. Yeah. And Mears. Um, <laughs> she didn't miss much. It's a big Hillary. rock in the desert. Yeah. Big rock in the desert. And what, what wine was she drinking? Riesling, it says. And uh, what was the Riesling for that? Ah! Oh, oh, Come oh, on! Come on! Oh, my God. Get him oh. a light and a mic. Oh. 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 Hey, did you hear that there's a type of wine out now that's not a diuretic? Because wine's a diuretic. You know, if you drink too much, you start going to the toilet a lot. They've got a new one that doesn't have that effect, and it's oh. called a pee no more. Ah! Oh. Come on! Like, yeah, oh, Luke thought it was a TED talk. 
you know, I was thinking that's really bad for you because you need to you need yeah, to you urinate. Need to get rid of yeah. yeah. needs to be working. Sorry, um, sorry, just a, just a, a wine pun. Oh. We need a cocktail for. Is it what was her name? Did you say Gemma? Gemma. Uh, Gemma in Oslo. We need a cocktail for her. So she's okay, so it's bread. Norwegian. So I reckon she need you. Oh, hey, so in Canada they do uh, frozen wine. Oh. Um, what's it called? It's called something. So it it it's not frozen, but it's got slushy. Is it slushy ice through it? It's really nice, and the wine's designed to be drunk like that. Right. Ooh. So because she's Norwegian, she needs a riesling that is like that. A slushy okay. riesling. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, but and that's not a cocktail. Yeah. That's just a cold glass of wine, isn't it? No, but we could. That'll do. We could have a. She was in uh, Australia. What can we have that's significant? Well, she needs to drink it upside down. Oh, yeah. she yeah. needs to she needs to stir it with a kangaroo's dick. Yeah, and the wrong way round. Yeah, well. yeah. We, could, we could call it Rieslings to be cheerful. There yes. we go. Yeah. Come on, they're all, they're all miserable. Uh, how, in how are you coming up with such ingenious lines like that from your bed? That is, it's the Baileys, the chocolate Baileys, the yeah. chocolate Baileys. Mm. Oh, here quickly, yeah. Patreon, Julie Bate, our Patreon. If you want to join our Patreon page, please do. Spell us yeah. on a podcast on Patreon, and help us drink more. Help us yeah. produce more content. Um, yeah. And we have content, to say please. thank you. We have to little shout out, little shout out to. Oh my, it's somebody from Auckland. Oh, is it? Oh, it is. Yeah, Julie Bateman. We got some. I know Julie. International. Some international. Do you know Julie, Julie Bateman? Yeah. B a t e m a n. That's yeah. it. Yes, I know Julie. She's oh. great fun. Right. Yeah. Oh. I don't know her at all. Oh, oh you. You guys are so. That is so stereotypical that British people think all New Zealanders know each other. You I do. don't like your reaction. Really that was racist. Racist reaction from the both of you. <laughs> Cool, do. Sorry, get back up to your Mears Tower and beat one off. <laughs> right. Jared, Aloysius, yes. Tarquin, Brian, Christmas. Here's your penultimate She's question. has been on Wikipedia again. <laughs> I know everything about you. I know that you've got six toes. Um, Jared, you've yes. got a spittoon in front I do. of you. I yeah. absolutely do. Yeah, I can see it now. It's huge. And it's <laughs> My full. huge spittoon. And it's full to the brim. Yeah. Of somebody else says, God, this is going well. Somebody asks, oh, fuck's sake. Somebody else is cast off shrapnel, kind of spitting in that bucket, right? Uh huh. Whose spittoon would you drink? Oh, whose spittoon? I'm sniffing. What I drink. Uh, I mean, this is a really good one. Yeah, so I wouldn't just drink anybody's, would I? No, you wouldn't. No, 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 no. no. Not Jared, Brian, Tarquin, Aloysius, Christmas. I mean, I've always asked my parents why they went with Aloysius. Yeah, because yeah. it rhymes with Christmas, Aloysius, Christmas. Aloysius, really Christmas. And it almost sounds like I wish you, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, Aloysius. I would drink Yeah. the spittoon yeah. of... Um, Ah, oh, I'm torn. I'm torn. Natalie Imbruglia. No. Oh my God. It, maybe the early two thousands. I would have drunk her spittoon. Yeah. Um, but now uh, I would go for someone I respect. Oh, mm-hmm. boring. Someone. Yeah. It is a bit boring. <laughs> <isn't it>? Um. <laughs> 
Oh. She, she leaned back as if she wasn't listening anymore as well. Oh, but I'm giving up now. <laughs> I would drink the spittoon of Will Smith whilst he's slapping me up the side of the head and on the bum. Yeah. And then once I've downed it, he yeah. slaps me one more time. Yeah. And I turn to him and I go, Will Smith, I'm a lover, not a fighter. And he yeah. slaps me one more time, so I bum him. Surprised to know we've not had that answer before. Yeah, we haven't have we? ever, ever, ever had a, that before. But do you no. know what? You've, you've... Do most blokes go for, like, most straight blokes go for, like, a really hot Scarlett Johansson option? No. It's just because they're attractive. I was thinking that's why I was smelling it through. I was like, just because they're attractive doesn't mean they're. We've had the Queen. Yeah, some people think, mm, who'd uh, have the most expensive booze? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sally, we need to, um, is it a... Um... Spit or a swallow. I'll tell you what Ooh. I've done. I'll tell you what I've done with the Baileys. Yeah. I've got I'm it on its own with ice. In. Didn't do it yeah. without ice. Should have done it without ice. I've also put it in a coffee. Nice. And, um, yeah, and I'm just, I mean, how on earth can you say that Baileys is a spit? I mean, you just can't, can you? You can't spit Baileys. So mine's a swallow. And Luz is already gone. She's swallowed it all. Yeah. That was lovely. Jared Luz, Luz currently licking her rim. Yeah, uh, she is. <laughs> It's on her chin. It's all on her chin. Doesn't matter. Um, Jared champion, Christmas. absolute champion. Thank you for bringing Baylis to the Spit or Swallow Bar, and thank you. Uh, for thank you for having us. me. Oh, I genuinely ah. thank you for having me. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with what you thought about the wines that we've tried or recommendations of your own, or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we're at at Lou and Sally. Facebook is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at Spit or Swallow Podcast 34, that's the number 34, at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash Spit or Swallow Podcast. Thanks to Audio Boom for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye! Bye. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep on loving you Cause it's the only thing I wanna do Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. I just want to For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. 
If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye. Bye.